Reverend Nee Otabi Fifi Wilson is the District Supervising Minister of Achumota and the resident pastor of ICGC Fifth Temple of Ankoma. He is the secretary to the ICGC Licensing and Ordination Board and the former chaplain of Central University, a Daniel Institute faculty member and former director of Living World School of Ministry. He has been married to Mrs. Kathy Wilson for 25 years and they've been blessed with three lovely daughters. He has over 25 years experience in ministry. Church, help me welcome to the podium Reverend Nee Otabi Fifi Wilson. Became tangibly present in the 40 days of power. How many of you believe that? We put prayers on the altar and we know God heard us. So the altar of 40 days of power is pregnant with miracles. Amen. Your testimony is there. The enemy will not deny you of your testimony. Put your hand on your head and say, I'm taking it. And that's why I'm preaching this message to you. Don't let the fasting be a wasted time. Don't let the anointing be wasted. Don't let the altar be wasted. Tap onto the altar. Make sure you are drying like you said you are going to suck the oil. Not from me. We are sucking it from the altar. Amen. Are you ready? Tell somebody I'm taking a step of faith into grace in Jesus' name. So my, my focus today will be on what Esther did after the fast. Yes, she called for a fast. Fasting is a good response. Instead of murmuring and complaining, prayer and fasting is a good response. And ICGC worldwide, global, we have fasted and prayed. It's a good response. Now, everyone must link. Listen, any challenge you are going to link it to the fast. When you are praying, say, Father, we have fasted, even if you didn't fast. That's why I say, use the word we. We have fasted for 40 days. And I'm bringing my barrenness to the altar. My miscarriage to the altar. My marital problem. My marriage is on the rocks. I bring it to the altar of 40 days of fasting. Link your crisis to the altar. That's what Esther did. Amen. Don't just pray and then with us and we are, it's a ritual. No, no. Anything you are going through from now to next year, to the next 40 days, link it to the altar. Say, I'm linking it to the altar. Say, I'm linking it to the altar. Do you remember Hezekiah? When the prophet was sent to him, he said, tomorrow you will die. He said, no. He said, this sickness will kill you. Prepare. This is prophecy. Not from a demon, but from God. He said, thus saith the Lord. But Hezekiah knows how to link to the altar. He said, prophet of God, I have heard. You finish and go. And when the prophet left, Bible said Hezekiah, Set his face against the wall and say, Lord, remember, remember, remember how I fasted and prayed. Remember the sacrifices I have made. Remember the deniers I've gone through. Remember. That is how that is your prayer. I don't know what you are going to, but say, Lord, remember 40 days of power. And the Bible says, before the prophet could exit the yard, he heard a voice. There are some things God cannot stand. He said, go back. I told you to go and tell him that this sickness will kill him. I, the same person, I'm sending you back. Go and tell him, this sickness will not kill you. Rather, I'm adding 15 more years. And he said, it will be well with you. God, listen, the message they brought to you will change. 
the doctor's report, you read, they get a report and wrote, this womb cannot carry a baby. These tubes are damaged. And they have written it on pen and paper and declared that your case is beyond repair. This sickness is terminal. It will kill you. It is incurable. But I hear God reversing that statement. I, I, I hear God reversing that statement. Because somebody will know how to call on the altar. You will link to the altar. You will, my goodness. We are expecting miracles, you know. This season of fullness of power is going to produce a miracle way after the 40 days of power. I said way after the 40 days of power. So you see, however, like I said, we need to learn to align to the grace that is opened. So we look at Esther. You go back to the scripture and you see what Esther did in chapter number 5. Look at what Esther did. Esther called for a fast. Three days. That is what we call dry fasting. No water, no food. Morning, evening. So no breaking. Three days. After the fast, she didn't wait for one day. Bible said on the third day, she stood up and said, enough is enough. Today somebody is going to say enough is enough. The story about your life must change. The, the sequence that the enemy has tormented you with. As for you, from one failure to the other. Anything you touch doesn't do well. It's all of, all, if you don't take care, it may be the description that people will use to describe you. Oh, this, you know this lady, the one that men have been rejecting. You know that brother who does no business and the business will be where? Now they associate your, 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 your calamity with your name. But today you will be dissociated from it. You will be linked from it. Amen. I don't know what your story is. Listen to me very carefully. You are going to take a bold step. So we see in the case, let's read a, a verse 1 of chapter 5. Now it happened uh -huh, on the third day that Esther put on her royal robes. If you have your own Bible, underline and put number one by it. What next? What are we supposed to do after 40 days of power? That's my first step. First step, Esther did what? She did what? Amen. Number two, let's read on. And stood where? In her, in her room. No, my Bible says in her room. Stood in her room. I declare I'm more than a conqueror. And then walking around in her room. No. After wearing her robe, what did she do? My message has ended. That's all. Amen. Two things are very clear here. By the time you come to the third thing, you see the favor of God beginning to fall on Esther. Two things. The question, my problem is that most of the time we fast, we pray, but we don't know how to do this too. This morning, somebody's going to put on your royal robes. Say, I'm going to put on my royal robes. 
What does it mean to put on royal robes? What is a robe for? A robe is a covering. A robe is a covering. When you put on a robe, it covers you, right? A robe is a covering. But beyond that, a robe is a, a symbol of authority. So, choristers have their robe. And if you go to the Orthodox Church, and once the chorister puts on the robe, he, he or she takes on a certain authority. Now, he leads the procession. If they don't wear the robe, you dare not leave the procession. It's a symbol of what? Authority. The, the preacher man, I have not seen a Presbyterian or... We, our robe is spiritual. <laughs> it's not physical. But their robe is physical. And I, I have, you will hardly go to an orthodox church and see a priest preaching without a robe. It's a symbol of what? Authority. So, we want to interpret what Esther did along those lines. A covering, a symbol of authority, um, and then it's also a symbol of identity. Once you see the robe, you can say it's a chorister, you can say it's a graduate, you can say the robe is a, a symbol of what? Identity. Now, all of these three were happening in the life of Esther when she took the robe. Now, what that's the meaning of that act. It was a physical act she did. She took her robe as a queen, right? Her robe, every queen has a royal apparel. So, in taking the royal apparel and wearing a message, a symbolism is being portrayed. Number one, what Esther is saying is that I'm going back to who I am. Amen. Haman it's not the queen. Haman is just an assistant. I am the queen. So he says, he says, before I go to the king, I must put on my robe, my royal robe. This morning I want to submit to you that before you take that step of faith, you must put on your royal robe. What is that royal robe? It's who you are in Christ Jesus. In the case of Esther, she was a queen. Well, who are you? As the person said, who are you? You need to put on a robe. So the Bible says that you are more than a conqueror. Put it on. Put it on. After fasting and praying, don't walk with your head bowed anymore. Don't wait till you see victory before you walk like a victor. Am I speaking to somebody in the house? Don't wait to see. We are not of those who see before they believe. We are those who believe before they see. So somebody is going to change the way you work from today. You are not waiting for the money to come. You are going to work like there's money in your pocket. Am I talking to somebody here? Put on the robe. And stop behaving like you didn't pray. Some of us even after prayer, our own words will nullify our prayer. Put on the robe and say I'm more than a conqueror. Say I am the head. Can you tell, to, tell somebody tell someone, say I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I say I cannot be rejected. I am accepted in the Lord. I am accepted in the Lord. You, you keep confessing it. I was saying in the first service, even when if you go to the embassy and they reject, you say, I refuse to be rejected. I am unrejectable. They, they have written on my passport rejected, but I am not rejectable. I am putting on the robe. But you come back and say, Pastor, they have rejected. Who are they? When God has accepted you, who are they? Put on the robe. Tell somebody, put on the robe. That's the problem. You are not wearing the robe. After you fast, if you want to step into your grace, put on the robe first. 
and the robe is in the scripture. Put on the word. Put it on. How do you put it on? Confess it. Declare. My miracle baby is coming. I'm 60 years, but my miracle baby is coming. When Pastor Dixon gave a testimony of a pastor who, whose wife is beyond 60 years, and they have a, is it twins? Yes. You see, the God we serve, there's nothing impossible to him. Put on the robe. Tap someone on the shoulder and say, stop wearing the bad robe. The robe of defeat. The robe of discouragement. The robe of fear. Now take it off. See, when you fast, by the third day, the matter is ended. You see, in the spirit realm, the Bible says that the angel told Daniel, the moment you began the fast, your prayer was heard. So if we say we have fasted for 40 days, the matter is settled. Now put on the robe. Declare that it is well with me. Am I speaking to somebody now? Speak. Is it your marriage? Declare. Begin to say that my marriage is well. The delay. The delay. The delay. So you are walking around and people are saying, when? When shall I? And you say the delay is over. You don't also say when shall I? You say the delay is over. My time is coming. It will be glorious. It will be more glorious. It will be more glorious. Can I shout and can you shout and scream and say it will be more glorious? Hey, the wedding will be glorious here. They said you will not marry, but in their own eyes, they will see a glamorous, glorious, gorgeous wedding right here. Can you say, say right here? Put your hands together for God. Put on the robe. Don't let the devil intimidate you anymore. Put on the robe. We are not of them who give up. Hallelujah. We are of them who never give up. The enemy thought he gave you a blow. And by now, you should be sleeping in the room and say, I'm come to church again. I'm tired. The Lord has disappointed me. And all those uh, nonsense. Those morose statements. The enemy thought he would put you there. But by the time he turned around and looked at you, you were dancing in church. Not only are you back in church, but you are jumping and celebrating God. Hear me? Maybe at the time you are dancing, the miracle has not come yet. You know what you are doing? You are wearing your robe. I said you are wearing your robe. Tell somebody, wear your robe. Wear your robe. He says, she told herself, I said, ah, am I not a queen? Am I not a queen? Why am I walking around as if I... And then Bible says she took her royal apparel. Somebody's wearing a royal apparel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Your promotion is going to come. Yeah. A boss somewhere in management has decided as for Akosia, as for Amma, as for Benjamin, you will not be promoted. And you too, you have accepted it. From today, wear your robe. Because you know your robe. Promotion does not come from the south, the north, the east. And where does it come from? So that man cannot stop your promotion. Wear your robe. And while, while he's saying that you are confessing, my promotion does not come from you. My promotion comes from God. 
What are you doing? Wearing your robe. Because it will prepare you. If you don't wear the robe, you can't take the miracle. You may die. See, if Esther had entered the king's palace without her royal apparel, I can bet you the king would not have lifted the scepter and she would have died. But she wore the robe. That's why some people have taken some steps and it has caused danger for them. You must know who you are. You must enter with confidence. You must enter with courage. And I pray that may these 40 days of power produce confidence in someone that it doesn't matter what COVID-19 is saying. Can I preach to you? They said the global crisis, the economy, the dollar is running faster than Hussein Bolt. The dollar has broken the, the world record of 100 meters. I don't care where the dollar is going. My economy is not of this world. Paul said that my father will bless you with all. He said will bless you according to his riches. Where? In Ghana? In US? In, in Europe? In Britain? No, he, according to where? What is the currency? Ghana is cities. Uh, America is dollar. Uh, uh, Europe is uh, euros. Uh, Britain is what? Pounds. But we have a higher currency. Our currency is faith in God. It's according to his riches in heavenly places. Somebody, listen, from today you will change your language. Yes, we are in crisis. But we are not limited to the crisis of this nation. Can I prophesy to you? In this year, that they say we are in crisis, you are going to have your best time. You didn't hear me now. I say you are going to have your best of years. The, the, the prophetic word increase shall become your testimony. So today I speak into your business. I speak into your career. I speak into the work of your hands. And I declare may this year be your best year. You are increasing. You are increasing. You are expanding. You are exploding. In Jesus name. Put your hands together for God. You see that? I've got about nine minutes. You know, not only did he wear the robe, because some of us are good at wearing the robe. We are, we are good. I mean, I know, I know some guys, they are good at wearing the robe. They know all the scriptures. They have all the vocabulary, but they never take any step. I'm a more than a conqueror. Some even use it when they are going to propose. <laughs> One young man says, his proposal was that there is a prophecy over me. That I'm going to be the next Dr. Otabel. So don't look at the me now. Look at Dr. Otabel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, meanwhile, nothing is showing now. You know, listen, listen. And the devil has been playing games with us. So, Pastor said, put on the robe. Yeah, I'm, I'm on. When you finish putting on the robe, the next thing, what did she do? She, stepped, she didn't remain in her room. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm, no, you put your hands here. I'm more than a conqueror. You remain there. I don't want to be a vocabulary more than a conqueror. I want to be experiential more than a conqueror. Am I speaking to somebody here? So the next step, after putting on the robe and declaring, you take a step. Enter the court. What is it that the Lord has said about you? We call it a step of faith. A step of faith is an action-driven by an inspired word. An action driven by an inspired word. 
all this period of prayer, what word came to you? Don't stop giving excuses. Stop beating about the bush and take a bold step. This morning, that is a charge I give you. Stop marking time. Take a bold step and God will do the rest for you. So the Bible says that after putting on her apparel, she entered. Her issue was how to enter the court. I don't know about your issue. I don't know what you are afraid of. I don't know what it is the enemy has denied you. But you are going to take a bold step. Say bold step. And the beauty of it is that when she entered, she entered with boldness. She was not shaking. Why? Because she had a robe on. She had confidence that he who had promised will what? Fulfill. There were two things that will happen. Either they will kill her or she will receive favor. So she went with one focus. I will not die. I will. You see, when you go with double mind, you will not get anything from God. She went with one mind. The king will lift up the scepter. The king, can you say that to yourself? Say it again. Say it the last time. We don't know what it means. But that time it meant a lot. And I pray that God will open your eyes to it. So she stood before the king. And the Bible says that because of that step. Because listen to me. If she had remained in the room. Would the king lift up the scepter? The king would not have even seen her. And our problem is that some of us are remaining in our room. You are believing God. You, in your holiness, you will say, Father, I'm trusting you for a new job. But you have not applied. Do you know that Esther could have said that I'm believing God that the king will invite me? Because there for 30 days, the king has not invited me. She could have said, I said, no, no, no. <laughs> I won't wait for the king to invite me. I am inviting myself. That's what we call step of faith. The days of gentility are over. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violent and the violent must take it by. Somebody's going to invite. You will invite yourself. I said you will invite yourself. Was it in the second service when I was talking about this young man? First service. He went for an interview. And listen to me. If you are here and you've gone for visa and you have rejected it, you refuse it. He went for his interview. They rejected him. I mean, everything so they shouldn't have rejected. But they rejected him. He was going to join the wife who was doing her PhD and had delivered. They were going to do the christening on, on Wednesday, a Wednesday, a week after. She went for the interview on Wednesday and they rejected him. But he said this word kept saying, refuse, refuse it. So Friday, he took appeal. When he went, the boy said, this is not how you do it. They said, well, I have brought it. It's not about how it is done. I have brought my appeal. Submit it. And you know, sometimes there are barriers in the way. That's why you have to be bold. You have to be bold. I remember the first time I wanted to be an examiner for WAEC. And I took my uh, application to WAEC. The secretary said, the deadline is over. I told her, are you the manager? <laughs> she said, no. I said, no, you are not the one to answer me. Let it go to the HR. For the HR to write back to me and tell you, say yes. I said, yes, you are not talking. <laughs> so, you know, at the long run, I got an invitation to become an examiner. So if I listened to her and taking my listening back, listen, when you, when you finish praying, take, don't take no as an answer. Don't accept. That's why the devil is denying us. Don't blame God. Ask for God, he has done his part. That's what the angel was telling uh, Daniel. Oh, God answered, oh, 
It was a principle. There are rulers in the air. And I will explain to you why the scepter is important. So he said, Friday he took it. After insisting they took the, the appeal. Sunday he sowed the seed. Is your envelope ready? I'm going to take a step of faith. Sow the seed. Monday, he said he heard a voice. Today, smile. He said, was the banker. Anybody who comes to you, smile. Because they will smile on your case. So that Monday, he was of his best behavior. By 12.30, he gets a message from the so-so-and-so embassy. We are sorry for rejecting you. We apologize for rejecting you. Can you please report at the embassy before 2 o'clock? If you get there before 2 o'clock, you'll get your visa today so that you can go and be there before Wednesday for your wife's Christian. My question, as you clap, my question, what if he has come back? I prayed I fasted and I went and they rejected me and sat down. Will he have gone? Yes. That's how it works. I pray that the Lord will give you that, that, that um, 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 courage, that boldness that will not accept any no. Hey, this is your season of restoration. In the name of Jesus, when they reject you, say, I refuse to be rejected. Can you say that? You apply to, for a job and they reject you. I refuse to be rejected. A better job is waiting for me. I'm pushing forward because, listen to me, you must take a step of faith. Step of faith. Let me finish. And so, listen to this. After she took the step of faith, the king lifted the scepter. You know the meaning of that? Let me explain this to you briefly. Every one of us on this earth, we operate under scepters. You are either on the scepter, under the influence of the scepter of the wicked one, that is the devil, or you are under the influence of the scepter of God, which is the scepter of righteousness. No in between. That's how it is. So as we walk on this earth, there are two scepters. Scepters are symbols of authority. Every kingdom has a scepter. In our chieftaincy, they have a, 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 a rod that they use, a staff. That's the scepter. It, it represents the authority of the whole community in the hands of the king. So spiritually, when a scepter is lifted, it will control your life. And some of us, scepters in our father's house are manipulating us. Scepters in your mother's house has been lifted. But when the king lifted his scepter, I believe that scepters were ruling Mordecai and Esther's life. Can you imagine? Mordecai goes to expose a plot and somebody else takes the promotion. It was a scepter. We call it a scepter of wickedness. They, man, they deny us of what is the, we deserve. You, 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 you work hard and then everything dissipates. It's a scepter of what? Wickedness. They are in the air. They are invisible and they are manipulating your life. You marry one family. Everybody's marriage is breaking. One family. Everybody dies before 50. There is a scepter there. But the day the king lifted the scepter, the, all the other scepters bowed. That's what happened. Every negative scepter on Esther and Mordecai, it bowed. So when you go back, go and check. Right after that time, the Esther who was rejected had favor with the king. Now was organizing tea party. Organizing, what again? Lunch. Organizing buffet. The king, for 30 days, he, she had not been invited. Now she's inviting the king. 
the scepter of wickedness had been crushed. And now the scepter of righteousness. Can I prophesy over everybody here? Every scepter of wickedness manipulating your life. May the Lord crush it. As we align to the altar of 40 days of power. May every altar, every scepter of wickedness. Every scepter of demonic manipulation. Ruling your life. May it be crushed in the name of Jesus. And I declare over your life, no scepter of wickedness will land on your land anymore. In, uh, in Isaiah 125 verse 3, it said, do not let a scepter of wickedness land on the land that is apportioned to the righteous, allotted to the righteous. Today we pray. Can you stand wherever you are? We pray. The land allotted to the righteous is your marriage, is your land. Your business is your land. Your health is your land. Whatever belongs to you is your land. And I declare, let me say, Father, every scepter of wickedness operating on my land. Today, by the scepter of righteousness, I declare, may that scepter be broken may it be moved may it be taken out you scepter of wickedness you have no place in my life lift up your voice and pray no place in my life no place in my life no place in my health no place in my marriage no place in my business in the name of Jesus every scepter of wickedness in Jesus name put your hand on your head on the altar of this way I prophesy Isaiah 15 over your life I declare that from today May every wicked scepter on your life be crushed. And may the Lord lift up the scepter of favor, the scepter of grace upon your life in Jesus' name. Put your hand on your head and say, I receive it. Put your hands together for God. Can I, can I get an envelope? Amen. You want to take a step of faith, come for the envelope. I said in, in dimension of 13, dimensions of 13, come for envelope. Thank you.